Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode number 20. I have Katie on the other side. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. I am just laying out my stones for us to uh, chat about. I'm so excited to talk about our stones and crystals today. I am too. And... I am so happy and excited that um, that Instagram poll that I did that little bit ago, people were so stoked for witchy stuff. And just like this stuff is like a pretty unique and cool way to focus on your health and wellness. I love it. And it just makes me so happy. No, me too. It, it goes along with a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about lately. And it's just like another tool that we can use in our practices, whether that be witchy practices, spiritual practices, or just your everyday health and wellness practices. So I'm really excited to dive in and talk about it today. Myself too. All right. So um, Katie and I compiled a list of stones that we wanted to chat about. And um, yeah, so why don't you go first this time, Katie, and uh, tell us kind of like the journey you've been on and kind of how you've been um, using your crystals to help guide you with that kind of stuff. For sure. So I've always been like, I don't know, ever since I was a kid, I was like always attracted to rocks. Like I was that kid that would like fill my pockets full of rocks that I thought were pretty um, Same. <laughs> okay and like I think it's just a little ironic now that I like literally do the exact same thing I just have pockets full of different kinds of rocks but um so for me like I've always been attracted to rocks and stones and then I would say a couple of years ago I started to get into like crystals and I actually like I don't know if I've become that friend, but like all my friends seem to get me crystals for like my birthdays and stuff now. And I kind of love that. Um, So that's where like most of my crystals have accumulated from is just like things that have been gifted to me. But I've also like obviously gone out and got my own too. Um, Yesterday, one of my best friends and I actually went out to go to two crystal stores um, on the hunt to find a piece of halite, which I'll get into in a little bit. But I haven't been able to find a, like a big chunk of it, which is what I've been looking for. And I finally found a tower yesterday. So I'm really excited about that. Um, yes. Halite is should... like one of my favorite crystals. We should explain to them what a tower is. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm not good at like the terminology things of it, but a tower like is like a chunk that kind of has like a point to it, I guess. Like it's a couple inches in length. I don't know. We can post pictures of them too. So you guys yeah. can or like see what we're talking about and see our crystal collections. Um. So anyways, so highlight is something that I've like, recently been more guided towards one of my friends told me about it actually and it's supposed to help with sleep and I have not been sleeping at all lately so I thought that I would get a bigger chunk and hopefully it'll help me 
Um, yeah. But there's like different ways you can use it. And we'll get into obviously like more ways. But as I was saying before, I have like a little chunk of it too. And what I'm thinking of doing actually is like taking a jar that's specifically for like, I smoke Oh, like not a lot of weed. I smoke weed. So like, especially like before bed, um, to try to help me sleep and like, it really helps my anxiety and stuff. So what I was thinking about doing was like cleansing a jar and like putting some weed in it. That's just meant for bedtime. And then putting my crystal in too, to like give it the charging properties from the crystal. And hopefully that'll like encourage my sleeping some, so that's oh, something that, I've been... that's like tremendously strong. A really good way of doing that. Yeah, so I was thinking about doing that because that's not something a lot of people know about. Is that you can use it to like charge different things that you use in your everyday lives. So like my daughter, for example, I have her like spray bottle for her hair for when I do her hair, and I have a couple of crystals that are water safe in that, so they're like charging. So when I like go to do her hair I'm like spraying water that's been charged on her to like add protection properties and like remove negative energies and stuff like that so like there's little ways you can go about using crystals in your everyday life that you like probably couldn't even imagine I like throw them in our bath sometimes we have them all around the house like it's just nice to have all over and and it does make a difference in, like, raising your vibration and stuff, too. Uh, so, yeah, that's... So, <laughs> sorry, I went on a little tangent there. Um, so, back to how late. Um, so, it's something that I've been, like, really attracted to lately. And so, it's, like, also referred to as the insomnia stone. And the girl at the store yesterday actually told me that you can put it, like, directly under your bed. And that that's supposed to help. So I'm going to try that tonight. Um, but last night I had it like charging on like my plate with salt and stuff. So I didn't do it last night for that reason. But it's supposed to help with like emotional healing. And um, the vibrations directly resonate with the root and crown chakra. Um, it can help somebody cope and heal from trauma, grief, mourning, PTSD, anxiety, and depression. And what I thought was really interesting too and it's just more of, like, an irony thing is, I guess it was founded in Nova Scotia. Like, it was first found in Nova Scotia in 1868, in case you were wondering. But um, I just thought that was really interesting that I was, like, so pulled towards so pulled towards Nova Scotia. Like, obviously, that's where I, like, went to school and lived for a while. Um, so I just thought it was kind of funny. But, yeah, and it's, like, white and gray. It's almost, like, marbly looking. It really mm. does look like marble, and I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah, I've I've came across Howlite, and the way I select my stones is if I'm really drawn to them. There's like been a few occasions I'm like, oh, that's really pretty and whatever, and you know, I look up the property bah, the properties afterwards, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense as to actually why I did get it because like bes- yeah, regardless of like how pretty it looks like. I was meant to get it for that reason. You needed it for the properties, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so why don't you go on about more stones? Um, and then I'll yeah. zip my lip because I'm also really excited. 
<laughs> no, and we do have a few of our, our like the same favorites too. So yeah. Um, and just like also another kind of weird thing too with the howlite is it is um one of the stones that are best for Virgos, which I am. So I thought that that was really interesting. There's a few of them that are like meant for Virgos that I've always been really like attracted to, but I just recently found out that they're like specifically for my zodiac sign. Um, so like my next favorite one is um a piece that you two really enjoy. So you can maybe help me talk about this one. A piece that I was just gifted actually. My best friend got it for me for my birthday and it's carnelian. Oh yes, I love carnelian. I know you do. And it's supposed to help so I like when I, in my research I was looking at chakras too. And I'm hoping that like we can maybe find a guest that can come on and like go into a deeper dive on chakras and stuff like that because like I'm not as knowledgeable enough to like be giving that information. But um, I'm on the same page as that. <laughs> I think it's really interesting to have somebody on who's like really well versed in that. But it does help with the three lower chakras, which is the solar plexus, the sacral chakra, and the root chakra. Um, it helps them become activated, which can like help with sexual healing and like self confidence and stuff like that. It can help with like courage, power, passion. Um, and it's really good for, like I said, self love and self confidence. So basically my friend got me this stone because <laughs> she had gotten one for herself and she had had like three of her past flings message her in like one night. And so it's supposed to like, just like boost your confidence and attracts like, sexual partners and stuff like that yeah and like help with sexual healing so like I've heard that like if you can like place it kind of like on your groan I can't speak your groin area yeah that's the word I'm trying to say at the groin area while you're like meditating or whatever like it's really supposed to help heal any like sexual trauma and stuff that you have and like get you really in tune with that side of yourself like not everybody struggles with but like I feel like that's something everybody kind of goes through at some point or another. Like, you don't feel, like, connected to that side of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, like I said, it could be trauma. It could be, like, a breakup. It could just be a dry spell or, like, whatever. But it's really supposed to, like, increase those properties of yourself. So I'm really excited to explore more with that. Because, like I said, I just got that one. Yeah, um, that, but I know it's I, like your favorites too. So, do you have anything to add? Yeah, so I will give like kind of my own personal experience with this stone. So yeah, I have me. smaller versions of the stone, and um, I went back to Legion Alchemy, which everybody knows at this point that this is my absolute favorite store of all time. Um, and I got this like massive, like it fits in my hand. And uh, it's, like, in a shape of a heart. But I was literally... What day was that? I was in the store. And, like, I've been in the store, like, millions of times. And I've walked by so many times. And this stone happened to scream at me so freaking loud. And, um, 
it was a night that I went down, the store was closed. I was just hanging out with uh, Susan. I was about to say Shujin <laughs> because I can't talk properly. Yeah, that's okay. Anyway. We're both struggling with talking this morning. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I'm in the store and like the, she has like a square device. Anyways, long story short, um, I'd walk past it as I was leaving the store and the stone was like, you need me, excuse me. And uh, my belly has been, I'm not sure if you can hear it, Katie, but my belly is like making some serious noises. And <laughs> I'm hoping that the podcast doesn't pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they know now. If you hear any grumbling, it's just Ben's tummy. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended up getting it. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, Am I able to get the stone? Because, like, I'm so drawn to it. And it is yelling at me. She's like, oh, yeah, just give me a couple seconds. I'll turn the machine on, blah, blah, blah. And I'm so happy I did that because the past little while, and I can't remember when I got the stone. It's been a little while, not too, too long. Anyways, I have been so grounded. Like, the stone is really great for stabilizing yourself, like, grounding yourself. It promotes positive life choices, which I've been really freaking good at lately. And it helps with your happiness, enhances sexual energy, enhances your creativity and increases motivation. So I have also done manifesting with the stone, which helps increase all of that. And um, you can pinpoint certain things that you want to increase the energy on and help guide you with. Um, So, it depends on what you're wanting. So let's say if you know a certain stone is um, capable of certain properties, you don't have to channel all of those properties. You can channel like a few or even all of them if you do, please. But Cornelian for me is one of my strongest stones that I've been connected with lately because it is something that I've been needing in terms of their properties for guidance. So Cornelian is a really great stone. And then um, there are stones that you can't put together. I haven't really done a whole lot of research on that because I base it off of my energy and what I need support on. And I put the energy in there that is all positivity. So if you read about certain stones that are not supposed to be together because it does blah, 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 blah. Well, I am really good with manifesting and channeling. So I will channel that the like the stones will be okay together and there won't be any negativity and I'm fine like I haven't had any issues um but yeah so can I talk about another stone before I pass back to you <laughs> yeah please do and just like adding on to what you just said it's like the intention that you set behind it always exactly I said it yeah. in a more difficult way, so thank you for, like, making it into an easier explanation. No, that's okay. I was just trying to, like, wrap up what you were trying to say. All right, and then my my all-time favorite is Labradorite, but I'll get into that later. But something that's kind of new um, is Aura Blue Chalcedony. This stone, like, visually is freaking stunning. Like, the one that I have is kind of shaped as as an ear and I find it a little bit ironic on a lot of personal levels anyways so this stone I'm going to describe actually did we describe the physical attributes of Cornelian no we didn't 
All right, so um, carnelian is orange, and it has, like, different hues of, like, different tones of orange. So, like, my stone, it has, like, chunks of white within it, like, almost, like, I'm not going to say marbly, but, like, there's different patterns, and there's different, like, it looks pretty cool. If you go to Coffee with Benjamin Katie on Instagram, there is a post of the exact piece that I'm talking about. So, it's... Cornelian is known to be more orange. And uh, when you're doing your research on stones, something to take in mind is there are stones that are manipulated and created in factories. And then there's stones that are raw and there are genuine stones. So when you want a stone, kind of do your research just because I went into a store actually yesterday. And this is what made me um, bring this up because I am going to Elysian Alchemy today to get some citron, but uh, Hubby and I were in Canmore yesterday, and we, I was looking for citron, but I've been waiting to get it to go to Elysian Alchemy because I want to support her business, and um, so I was just looking around, I was like, oh, let's go in here, so I looked at the citron, and it said heat-treated. If you see anything that's heat-treated, or you should search up heat-treated, and I'm going to go to... Um, the website that I saw yesterday when I looked it up, I'm just going to type it in right now. Heat treated um, crystals. And I was kind of floored. I was kind of like cheesed to be quite honest. So heat treated and natural, natural citron. So to create heat treated citron, also called burnt amethyst, an amethyst crystal is baked at temperatures of around eight to 900 degrees Fahrenheit. This changes the color to deepen shades of orange, depending on how long it is cooked for. And um, it's actually not a real crystal. And I, um, so it says our heat treated gemstones bad. So, heating usually does not have a negative effect on a gemstone so i'm sure that there's like fake crystals that are heat treated but also crystals that are heat treated to change the appearance obviously just with the amethyst so yeah there's like the raw form and there's like manipulated ones and then there's fake ones so like i haven't done a whole lot of research on that aspect but as i went into a very very long tangent do your research of if you have a specific crystal that you're you really like do some research on it and if you want the organic raw piece um then definitely do your research on that but uh yeah so this uh aura blue chalcedony so the attributes of it it's kind of like You know how drag queens wear these dresses and it's like super like sparkly as the light catches it. It like shows different colors. It's kind of like that. So the color tones is like a baby blue, some tones of green and a little bit of yellow and it has some pink, purple. But um, I'm pretty sure I have that posted on um, the Instagram page as well. Um, So definitely check that out. But it is stunning. Um, So it absorbs negative energy, helps bring your mind, body, and spirit back into harmony. 
and it reduces self-doubt. It promotes inner reflection. And I think this one is really good pair. Like it's really well paired with Carnelian. Um, And one of those things, I'm not sure if it's one of those like stones that are not supposed to be with the other, but I like to disregard (laughs) that for the most part, because like Katie said, it's the energy that we have behind it. And uh, yeah. So I love this stone and I've also been using this stone. And as Katie said before, with her Howlite, she didn't use it right away. With any stones like that, you have to charge them and put your energy into them. You have to spend some time to connect with it before you use it. Exactly. So I yeah. will. And you can do that in all kinds of different ways. Yeah. Yeah, we can definitely get into different ways of charging after we talk about the ones that we like the most. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Ben's absolutely right. Like, that's super important when it comes to getting crystals. You don't, they don't just start working. Like, you have to do the work to connect with them and set the intention behind what you want them to do for you. So. And like... If you're that type of person, and I was once this type of person before I really understood, like, spiritual uh, connections and all that stuff. Um, When I, like, as Katie, just like Katie, I was always picking up stones, putting into my pocket when we're at the beach or, like, my driveway. If you ever were at my house, like, back home in Ontario, my driveway is all rocks. And, um... I would collect rocks all of the time. My pockets would have rocks in it. My mom would do laundry and there'd be rocks in the laundry. And she got into the habit of checking my pockets for all the rocks. Anyways, and I find it ironic how I'm also into stones and all the the healing properties of stones. And I have a wide variety of them. And my collection keeps getting bigger. Anywho, (laughs) I forget where I was going with that, Katie. Do you remember? (laughs) I don't know, but we can dive back into... Um, our favorites. Yeah. So we talked about, so I just, I did my Howlite, my Carnelian, my other, one of my favorites that I just actually got a piece of, but I've been looking for a piece of it, um, is, and correct me if I'm wrong in the pronunciation, but Amazonite, um, it's really pretty. It's like a turquoisey, greeny blue color, um, and it's supposed to be really good for peace, truth, harmony, communication. Um, it's located, or like the chakras that it's supposed to help um, is the heart and throat chakra. And they're supposed to become linked, allowing like true thoughts to be spoken with ease. So it's supposed to like help clear any like blockages that you have with communication and apparently it's supposed to be really good for like hormonal balance as well and balancing energies so it's supposed to balance your like feminine and masculine energies which I find really interesting Mm -hmm. um but yeah so I've been looking for a piece of that just because I am somebody who struggles with telling people what I need and telling people when they've crossed a boundary and just stuff like that. So any little bit that I can get help with, with that, I will take. And I'm actually thinking about making that one into a little necklace so I can like wear it around with me all the time. 
That's so nice. And to be honest, like, how long have you had the stone? Just as a question. I just bought it yesterday. Okay. So, like, so, I haven't got, to, I haven't experienced it yet, but I've been really looking forward to it. Well, I feel like you've been manifesting that, and you have been getting pretty good at that already. But seeking the stone is going to definitely help strengthen that um, connection with what you're seeking. And I really do think that you're going to notice a vast change and like a more positive change with the direction you want to go with it. Um, But yeah, I'm going to let you back at it. (laughs) Well, that's what I have for that one. I don't have a whole lot of information on it. And hopefully I will be able to give some more details about it at a later date once I've like had some experience with it I'm really looking forward to like seeing what these new crystals that I've got are going to offer me but I don't have experience with it yet so I can't really talk too much more about it how about you do you have another one because I know another one we have on our list both of our lists was moonstone yeah so I was going to do Labradite next, but I will do Moonstone so we can both banter about it because, all right, so I'm going to go into a little bit of a tantrum of, not a tantrum, but like a a verbal diarrhea as I usually do. So my two, one, okay, I have a lot of favorite stones, but ones that I use all of the time are Sunstone and Moonstone. And I have a Sunstone ring that I wear quite often, but not as often anymore because my fingers flare up and I can't wear it um and then I also have moon uh, moonstone earrings and I like to pair them together because I the way I think about it is like sunstone moonstone it's like the yin and yang kind of thing but uh yeah so moonstone that one has been guiding me for actually quite a while I've had these earrings for such a long time and there's periods where I don't wear them and then there's periods where I wear them aggressively And as I say that, I just realized that every time I've worn them, there has been new beginning, new beginnings. There's a lot of growth and strength, like, like my inner growth and inner strength, my intuition. And that also with the carnelian, because I've been using them quite aggressively in like a lot of periods, like they really bond well together in my personal experience, because looking like you know where I was at a few months ago like say at the beginning of the year versus like or or even around like March yeah I was in like a really shitty rough spot and since I've obtained and focused on all this stuff like aggressively more hard I'm I've done like a complete 180 you really have yeah yeah so moonstone for me has definitely guided me and I've meditated with them I've done some, what is that word that I talk about often? Manifesting. That's the word. (laughs) My mind went completely blank there. It was really weird. Um, But yeah, I I do a lot of manifesting with this stone because I connect so hard with it. Like anytime that I like need to do some growing or like strengthening anything on inner work, I refer to my moonstone because I connect really good with it. Yeah. And it's supposed to really help with like intuition and psychic abilities and like self-discovery and like emotional understanding and stuff like that too. Like 
and it is actually really good it's like a fertility one too so like anybody who's like struggling to get pregnant or anything else or like even just trying to like manifest a new idea into their lives you know what I mean or like manifest something new it is a really good stone to work with it is so good. And I remember that point that I was trying to make earlier when I went off on that tangent. Yeah. So when you're like looking at a stone and you don't know how to like talk to it or like manifest or channel whatever you're seeking guidance for, you can literally just hold this. I mean, there's like so many different ways you could do this. But if you're like trying to figure out like, oh, I can't feel anything. I can't feel the energy or blah, blah, blah. Well, you need to connect with that more. And sometimes the energy and the vibration is like super strong right away and you haven't even connected with it yet. That's a different sign on its own and it's a good one. Um, But you can literally like hold it close to your heart or whatever you want to do and just talk to it and say, you know, like I, and this might sound like a little bit ridiculous, but I'm using this as an example. So let's say if I'm new to Cornelian, I know the healing properties of it and I know where I want to be. I'm going to sit here, hold it and place it to my heart. Maybe close my eyes so I can focus a little bit more because my ADHD ass. um, (laughs) So I don't see anything distracting. And I can just channel and talk to it as if I'm talking to a friend for support and guidance. And, you know, like if you feel like you don't want to do this in front of anyone, I would encourage you to do it in a space that you feel safe and where you feel that you can be best authentically yourself without adapting yourself to the environment. You can just mm-hmm. fully be whatever dork you are. For an example, when I'm home alone, I sing and dance like a complete weirdo and I love it. <laughs> so uh, be where you can be just that. Absolutely. I think it it goes along with like what we've talked about in the past, like light a candle, light some incense, play some like meditation music, like get yourself in the zone where you like connecting with your and like talking to them and telling them what you need from them. And like, because that's how they give you what they, yeah, we sound like a bunch of cuckoo crazy people sometimes, (laughs) but like there's actual like scientific facts that like back this up. Like, there is, like, properties in the stone that, like, hold your energy, and they have energy, and it's, like, actual science. So, we might sound crazy, but there is science to back us up. I just know that, like, if you're not into this stuff, we might sound a little weird sometimes, and I just want to, like... that goes with anything, though, Katie, because, like, when people talk about, like, certain spiritual beliefs or even religious beliefs... Like, I'll sit there and listen, and I like learning about different things that I, I don't really associate or know, because yeah. I find it interesting. But it doesn't mean that, I don't know, it's just, there's things in everyday life that we might not agree with or believe in, and that's okay, too, right? I have different interests, like, and ours are just this kind of stuff. Some people are, like, sports and stuff. I don't understand sports. Oh, me, I, I me ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, so Moonstone's really great to work with. Um, and the chakras that it's best for is the crown chakra and the third eye chakra. So the third eye chakra is, like, the one that's 
like helps you connect with your higher self and your intuition. So that's really good if that's what you're trying to do. It's a really good stone to work with. Mm-hmm. But, so and then, can I bring up Sunstone? Please do. I was All just right. going to ask you to talk about that. So Sunstone, it's also <laughs> orange, but like when you move it around, it's like... You know, when you move your phone around in your car and the light reflects onto it and you can, like, reflect the light on into someone's eye or on their face and you can direct it places? When like you're a moving... sun catcher. Yeah. So, like, you move it around and it's so reflecting and there are some hues in there that sparkle back. And it's just really, really cool. I love it. I love this ring a lot. And I cherish the, cherish this so hard so sunstone uh helps bring good luck good fortune it clears and energizes all your chakras and it heightens intuition so sunstone and moonstone are like so strong together and like for me there's like a lot of good examples as to why because when i've paired them together good shit happens and it helps guide me to the place that i need to go and i it's jaw-dropping like I love these stones (laughs) no but they do help and like when you can see like what it can do for you and like what it has done for you of course you're gonna get passionate about it right so when you are manifesting and you are like seeking guidance like don't expect these crystals to like call you up or talk right back and be like hey Nancy like I've got your back, sister. It's not going to do that. It's going to guide you through life as you go into your life, like, and you go to your day-to-day things. You're not going to notice them right away. Sometimes there's direct messages and there'll be, excuse me, a lot of cool things happening, but don't expect, like, right away results. Like, shit takes time. And sometimes you don't even realize the changes are happening. And then all of a sudden, months down the road, you're like, holy shit. Like, that's me right now. What just happened? (laughs) And as we're talking throughout this episode, I'm like, oh, shit. And as I'm talking about, like, certain things, I'm like, yeah, like, this is, like, so strong. And this is why I'm so connected to these stones so strongly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, sometimes part of, like, setting your intentions and stuff is, like, setting them and then forgetting about them you know what I mean like yeah you you put into the universe what you want and then you like move on with your life and like go on with doing your everyday things and then like that's part of manifesting right it's like yeah you have to like release release it and then usually that's when it happens so it's the same when it comes to like your stones like you might not notice that they're making a difference but all of a sudden like months down the road you're like holy I have a completely different life and you'd like to think that it's because of the work that you've put in and like the connections you've made with your crystals and other manifestations right but yeah so do you want to talk about another one of yours yeah so I'm gonna jump do over you want to the now? not yet Okay. Because I'm looking at these pair of earrings that I also wear to help block negative energy and for protection is my black tourmaline. So these 
these earrings, I forget where I got them, but I got them a little while, like, actually, I think two years ago, maybe. Anyways, um, I got these earrings, and I was really, really drawn to them. And, yeah, they're pretty and whatever, but I was just like, you know, like, I need to get these, you know? Like, I shouldn't be spending money that I don't really have in my budget for these, but these are speaking out to me, and I know this is going to be an investment in my health and my well-being. So, black tourmaline... Um, I'm just going to go to the properties of it. So it's purification, protection stone, and grounding. So I've been doing a lot of that the past, like, few years. Because, like, I struggle with mental health. And I find this is a really good stone for mental health. Because it protects you, it grounds you, and it purifies it. You know, like, there's just... It banishes negative energy, and it helps direct you. And I'm not going to say that as you're being guided, you're going to be perfect and super protected where you're not going to experience any negativity. Sometimes some of the positivity that you're going to be going through has some negative things. And that's all because you need to understand certain things to experience them and to understand when the positive things come around, you'll be stronger and be able to fully realize like what you've been going through and strengthening and grounding yourself in a better protected area of mind. So this one for me has been another one of my favorites. I know I didn't, um, actually I did write it down on one of my lists, but I've been really connected with these like earrings specifically as well. I will s switch them out with the Moonstone ones and wear these ones. And then sometimes I don't wear any earrings at all. It depends. These ones are a little bit bulky, so I can't sleep with earrings because... I'm a weird sleeper and <laughs> they will fall out and go lost somewhere. But that is my tangent about black tourmaline. I really love it. No, I know a lot of people that really like working with that actually. So that's good. I think it's cool that you've got like, I need to get some earrings. I need to, I'm not a big jewelry person. Like that's my problem. But like for something like that, I think I need to, a little bit of a jewelry person just especially with my job now like shoving them in my bra and pockets doesn't work the greatest anymore because I'm moving <laughs> around so much no but seriously that's where I usually yeah. keep them like I have them shoved in my bra and my pockets and all over the place usually so yeah you know I think I've I need been to doing a lot things. what so the past little while I mean I used to have stones in my pockets and carry them with me but I've lost a few stones a couple of times, and that's a sign that you don't need those stones anymore for any yeah. guidance or anything like that. But I don't want to lose any of my stones. <laughs> and you like I've... them. They're pretty. Yeah. Well, not only just that, but, like, I'm just – they're sentimental now because they've been able to help me. Anyways, so long story short, I have them on my windowsill, and if they're not my earrings or my ring, then I, like – I charge them so strongly and I like breathe in the energy and like just kind of manifest those stones being on me throughout my day. And yeah. being that I am connected with those stones, they don't have to be physically on me for them to work. No, that's true. So that's what that's I've been really trying to channel. When you're putting them in the window, so like that they're being charged by the sun. 
which would make it yeah. really, really bad. And they're in my bedroom. charge them. Yeah. Yeah. So you're still, like, so you have the property or, like, the healing benefits when you're sleeping and stuff, too. And, yeah. like, manifesting or meditating. Yeah. So. No, I love that. Yeah. Um, shall we go on to one of the stones that's on your list? Yes. Let's do two more. So let's do, I'll do my last one and then you can talk about. Labradite. Your favorite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I keep forgetting the name of it. I keep going to say it and then I'm like. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> anyways. So my final one that I have on my list that I'm going to talk about today anyways is selenite which is a really common one. It's like one that you can kind of find anywhere, but it's one that I find is really good to use with other things because it clears energies. So selenite is like referred to as a pure white light encapsulated in like a physical form. And I think that's kind of beautiful because that's kind of what it looks like. So it's kind of like opaque, but like not, it's white, but it's kind of got like a clearish, it's not clear. It's hard to explain what it looks like, but it's really, I love my selenite. I have a selenite wand. Um, and it's really good for all different kinds of energies. It's good for clarity, protection, purification, um, dispelling negative energy, aura cleansing, and chakra cleansing. So this is one of those ones that you can, like, throw on top of your tarot deck. Have the psychic bed. I know a lot of people, like, just use it to help clear. But you, like, it's one of those ones that are kind of, like, good to use with another one. Because Mm -hmm. it, like, it takes energies away. But it doesn't, like, have its own that it puts out. If that makes any sense. It's, like, the same as when you use, like, sage or something. Like, it clears it. But oftentimes when you are, like, cleansing a space, it's good to use something else, too. because well, that then you can, like the energy of the other stone and helps the properties of that. Like, it's a good exactly. complement to the stone. Exactly. And the sh- that it's good for is the third eye chakra. So, again, really good with connecting with your higher self, um, your crown chakra, and the etheric chakra, which is, like, the one that's connected with like your aura and energy. So that is like one of my other favorite ones is selenite. Um, and like I said, selenite's great to have just to cleanse a space. Like if you have a piece of selenite, like every piece of your house, it's not going to hurt anything, especially if you have like guests coming over or whatever, like throw or wherever they're going to be like really helps with like, dealing with other people's energies and like as Ben and I have talked about before we're both really like empathetic people so having something like that especially alongside with like a more protection rock like a like uh I have a black snowflake obsidian I like I often have those are pretty they are really pretty and they're one of my favorites I don't know why I didn't put that one on the list I'm literally holding it right now I have my my whole crystal collection in front of me as we're talking about them um but I would like often pair one of those because it's like it clears the energy but it's also protecting your energy mm-hmm. you know what I mean or like even the selenite and like the carnelian because you're like the energy and like making space for the energy that that other one's going to bring so, yeah yeah it's just like 
following your intuition like you, you you'll know what to do and if you don't right away like that's okay there's so much information and like you have access to all different kinds of people and stuff that you can connect to to like get clarification on stuff like that but like a lot of it is your own intuition you know you're gonna know what's gonna be best for you you just have to like trust yourself and listen to yourself yeah but okay are you ready to talk about your labradite because I know you're so passionate about it it yeah I'm I'm reading a little bit more in depth with labradite because I know certain things for labradite and I've always been drawn to labradite like for years and it makes a whole lot of sense as I'm like looking back on it and it's been giving me guidance that I didn't really realize that it's been giving me until this actual second so it helps with your um your gut metabolism I mean I I was gonna say relieves menstrual tension but I don't have menstrual (laughs) I struggle with IBS and digestion all that stuff so that actually it helps with that as well but the healing properties is stress relief blood pressure menstrual menstrual tension colds digestion regulates metabolism and it's the protection stones the adventure stone transformation Uh, magic stone so this stone you know as I previously said I struggle with um, depression anxiety stress stuff like that and I've always have and I've always loved labradite yeah it's visually appealing but I've always been very drawn to it and the stone is really cool so it's, it's similar to an abalone shell the way it reflects the colors and stuff as you move it so it appears one way until you move it and it has like blue, green, yellow. This one kind of has a little bit of orange in it, like a little couple of warm tones, but every stone is uniquely different. Also remember that as well. So our, our descriptions of stones might not be exact to what you're holding in your hand or have seen. They do come in different forms and shapes and stuff like that. You can get some smoothed out, and they can be very, like, nice to hold, and they're not sharp or anything like that. But Labradite also helps me with negativity, all of that stuff. So, and it stimulates your mental acuity, which is very on brand to what I've been needing guidance on for the past long time of my life. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Labradite for me is one of those ones that... I don't really have to focus on because it's always going to be a part of my guidance because I struggle with mental health. So I don't like that. The power that I have naturally with Labradite is so strong. I don't need to always recharge it. I find this one is a very hardy stone, not like because it's a stone and it's hard, but like it's one of those ones you don't have to recharge all of the time. And that's my own personal experience. Yeah. So, and it also offers psychic protection as well. And uh, it's known to be beneficial to the eyes, nerves, brain, bones, and spinal cord. So, um, yeah. So, now that we've covered... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, that's one that's, like, something that I haven't, like, really 
heard of or used before. So I might have to look into that for myself, actually. Labradorite is actually quite, quite common. And you can find it, like, I mean, it depends on the areas you're in, I guess. But, excuse me, because coming from a small town, like, I have seen it very readily available. Yeah. In different size, shapes, and forms. And uh, some stones are actually dyed. Um, if you are getting into, like, the very uh, bright, like, say, blue agate, um, like, the very blue, and there's, like, you can kind of tell if they've been dyed, because they're very saturated, like, very, very bright, and it almost looks like it's been dyed. Um, that's just to help the color enhancing, I believe. Again, yeah. I'm not super researched in that stuff, but I know there was a time where I looked into it because I'm like, I wonder if these are real because like some of these, because you know, when you walk into a shop and they're not like a specialized like metaphysical store and they just have like more of a souvenir focus and there's like those souvenir rocks and stuff. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Some of those, yeah. like a lot of those places have a lot of the really dyed stuff. And uh, yeah, so make sure you do your research. Um, and again, yeah. like Ben was saying too, like find find a place that you feel comfortable with. Like you have Susan's shop that you know what you're getting. You trust the person you're getting it from. Finding a place like that's really important. Like when you're just ordering online. Uh, like on Etsy or whatever or like whatever else like you need to be careful where you're ordering it from you gotta like go with somebody you know you can trust and like find being able to find something like that's really important I that's, think so yeah I also agree with that because like there are stores that like and it's with a lot of stores some people just want the really fast produced and they don't look into organic or they don't they don't care about the um, the con- consequences I can't say that word properly I've never been no, that's okay you said it consequences okay so like I'm talking about environmental impact and a little bit deeper and kind of off topic but still on topic because it's still connected but yeah just be careful where you're shopping because it can get messy sometimes and I would recommend going into like a physical shop rather than online because you can be drawn towards a stone for specific reasons, like even searching on it online. But like when you see the physical stone in store and when you are connected to that stone in that moment and you're able to like see it, feel it and feel the vibrations it's giving off, then, you know, like it's so much more powerful and I find it's easier to connect with. Yeah. And if you're like super new into trying to find crystals, um, obviously when you go into a store, there's often like many choices of the same kind of crystal. So a way you can choose a crystal that's like really meant for you. And mm-hmm. if you don't feel too silly doing it into the store too, is like closing your eyes, holding the crystal. And I've been told that if your like body naturally moves forward, that you're like being pulled towards that crystal and that that crystal is meant for you. And then oftentimes if you hold a crystal, close your eyes. And, like, just connect with it for a second and your body moves backwards. That means that one's not for you. And, like, you're obviously not going to, like, fly forwards or fly backwards. It's just, like, a natural kind of, like, <laughs> yeah. one or, like, a sway more than anything. And, like, that's one way as, like, somebody who's, like, really new to it can, like, tell also. Yeah, I didn't even know that. 
Yeah, it's just something that I'd heard one time and, like, it's something that I've used. But, like, again, once you're more connected with your intuition, you know, like, you could walk into a store and be, like, pulled right towards one specific stone. And it's just, like, following your intuition with stuff like that. And not just with stones, with anything. But, like, in this situation, we're just talking about, like, your crystals and stones. Mm -hmm. But what are your favorite ways to charge your crystals? I know you said, like, in your windowsill, but do you do anything else with them? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm very much a a bath person. Like, I love my showers, too. But baths, I love sitting with myself, really, like, channeling what I want to channel and really manifesting. Like I am a huge manifester and I like, we've been chatting about manifesting for quite a while. It was the last episode uh, on our podcast and I love sitting with them and just like hanging out, you know, like a lot of the times I don't say shit and it's all in my head and I just like lay there or I talk out loud and just ask for guidance and, you know, like connecting with your stone. And sometimes I like put it against my body and I visually imagine like my white light, like, which is more positive energy. Um, hence why it's light. <laughs> um, I, I imagine that going into the stone and I charge it with my personal energy. So on days like where I'm feeling low on specific, attributes of those whatever energies it can now guide and provide me the energy that I need to help me get through my day or get me where it asked to be you know absolutely so for me a way that I like to charge my crystals is like I know I've kind of mentioned it in the past but I'm a big moon person so I'm like really in tune with the moon and this might be TMI, but, like, even my, like, my period cycle is with the moon. So, like, I'm, like, super in tune with the moon. And so I will charge my crystals on full moons and new moons and any special moons. And that's often when I do a lot of my manifestations as well as what I've talked about last week. But I love to use the moon. I also use salt a lot to charge my crystals. You have to be careful because there's some that can be affected by that. So you just have to like kind of get to know and do your research. And it's not like it's going to like put a curse on your crystal or whatever. Like it's literally just like it could. The physical aspect. Exactly. Like it just changes the color and stuff. Um, But I have like a plate with um, Himalayan pink salt um, on the bottom of it. And then I have my crystals on top. That's often how I charge them when I'm not charging them. And like, excuse me, the moonlight. Um, like Ben said to you, you can use the sunlight. That one's really good. Um, but some crystals aren't meant to be in the sun either. So again, just doing your research. Um, you can use water to charge them. So I've like gotten a dish of water and like put it out in the sun and like let the water and the sun charge them together. And that I've can done be that. Really powerful sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are like the way the ways that I typically do them. Also, another really important thing to talk about, too, is cleansing your crystals. Yeah. Um, so you can do that in different ways. The way that I typically do it the most, I guess that's what we were just talking about. Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just bear with me. I know that's what we were talking about. I was just thinking of another way that I do it, and I completely lost track there. Um <laughs> Another way you can do it is using smoke. 
So that's something I do a lot. I use smoke a lot to cleanse. So um, I have sage, sage bundles, sweet grass yeah. bundles, um, like lavender bundles. Anything that has those like calming, create or not creative, calming, like cleansing benefits can help with your stones as well. So even if you have like an incense stick, running it over if you do it counterclockwise often that's how I take away negative energy and then I'll do um, clockwise and like really just think about and set my intentions of what I'm trying to put into my stones as well using the Mm -hmm. smoke but yeah I I really want to say when you're manifesting or just doing any I mean I'm actually gonna scrap what I just said um So another way to obtain the energy from the crystals and when you're charging the crystals, when you always said that they put it, you, that you put it in water, I also do that too. But if I'm also be careful with putting certain stones in water, because they're like physically not good for the stones because it will destroy the stone or like affect it in a physical property. But, um, what I do, like say rose quartz, um, I have charged my rose quartz. I put it in water as I'm manifesting. And then I drink that water. Yes. And, yes, you know, absolutely. Vince and I did that in a bath. And uh, when we were manifesting um, certain things, which he's now officially moved home this weekend. So what we mm-hmm. manifested came to life and it took a little bit of time because he had a, the two weeks notice kind of thing. But um, yeah, so he's officially home. We've manifested that it is now here and happening. And that was that specific one that I'm talking about with the rose quartz and we drank the water. So, um, and I just have to say to you, like, if you are a really spiritual person, like we are like having a partner, that's like, so un- like, that's what I want is like somebody who's going to like sit and meditate and manifest with me. Like Vince does with you. I think that's just so freaking cute. It's nice because, you know, it's a very intimate connection and you just sit with each other and you're expressing what you want with each other. And, you know, like you're putting both of your focuses and putting it in sync. Then you're putting your interest out there about what you both want. And you're on the same page. And like you said, it's just so intimate. Like connecting with somebody on that level is, I would say, more powerful than connecting sexually even like. It that is. to me, like, it's a really strong freaking bond if you're able to do that with somebody. Yeah. And I haven't experienced a bond like Vince and I have with anybody. And, you know, like, every relationship has its rocky roads. But let me tell you, we've definitely been down a few of those. But we're, like, it's smooth sailing, even if it's rocky. Like, Does that make any sense? To- yeah, you just have so like obviously these two are like you manifested if you guys are able to be together more often and not having to travel for work so much and I think yeah isn't the fact that you guys like manifested that together it is really really freaking cool it is so just as a heads up I think we should wrap things up I think <laughs> we are getting signs that we should wrap it up because it is starting to break out quite heavily (laughs) so yes we will wrap it up and um stay tuned for the next episode um we will 
chat about a surprise topic, um, but be excited about it because every episode comes from our hearts and we just get so excited about what we talk about. Anyways, I'm going to wrap my little kebabble up and uh, Katie can take the reins for the last bit of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And we're also trying to get our audio stuff under control. Appreciate you guys being so good with us about it. Um, and thank you for continuing to listen, even though there's been a bit of audio issues. But if you enjoyed our episode, please feel free to give us a five-star rating, subscribe, share. We appreciate any support. You can find us on Instagram um, at Coffee with Benjamin Katie. And yeah, stay tuned for next week. We're so excited that you guys are along this journey with us and have a great week. Bye.